0: The definition of trust in a dictionary, let me read this to you, is a firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. Growing up through life, as kids, we develop trust in our parents. Uh, Whether it's to help us achieve our goals, teach us life lessons, they carry us by our hands. We rely on them. We believe in them for uh, uh, giving us the truth, for supporting us. My guest today, Roland Pollard, the the relationship between he and his four-year-old daughter, there's a lot of trust going on there. Uh, He and his daughter perform stunts together, uh, cheer, And if you've seen his videos on Instagram, you know that there is a trust between the two of them. Whether he is holding her up with one hand in the air, and then flipping her in the air, and catching her, and and putting her back down safely. Everything is so controlled, everything is so precise, and yet between the both of them, there's this bond, there's this trust, there's this uh, reliability between her and between him. And it's incredible to watch. So yeah, my guess, Roland Pollard, super down to earth guy. Um, and, and I've got to admit, this is the first discussion that I've had with somebody on here where I, where I've seen their face. Uh, Zoom is such an incredible uh, platform to have a discussion with somebody, and everything was so natural and so free flow. And, and he's just such a level headed guy and down to earth. So. Uh, You know, I'm going to I'm going to stop here and let you all check out this awesome uh, chat with Roland Pollard. Is your house in studio or your studio in house?
1: Yep. So we built a house. um, What? And what? It was, I think, three years ago. And Mm -hmm. more space because we had the baby and I'm an audio engineer. And so I needed a house where I could build a studio. So we found one and then I built the studio that I needed. And this is where I am all day, every day.
0: That's pretty amazing. I wish I wish I needed to build a house too. We bought this house probably about five years ago and kind of made shift our guest room into a little recording area too, but... Oh, uh, a dedicated room would be amazing. Oh, yeah. How, how, how have things in Texas been right now with the, vi- the virus going on? Because I think that's a pretty big topic going on in, in our world right now.
1: So, you know, and you're asking a person who would have been at home regardless because I work mm-hmm. from home. So in my eyes, um, I'm at home all day with the family. I'm used to being stuck in the house. Um, so it hasn't affected me personally. But if I leave, like the streets are empty. And yeah. I live in, I live kind of out there, um, uh, far North Dallas, but if I go down to downtown Dallas to fly my drone, which I know I shouldn't be out there, but you know, so I, I'm <laughs> not going to get very, outside though. But yeah, th- that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I'm not much of a rule follower, you know, in the sense that if I want to do something that I know isn't going to harm someone, like I'll go out to a field where there's no one there and go fly mm-hmm. my drone. And, but it's just weird because there's no one outside. And, you know, as far as businesses are concerned, I think that, uh, that that's where it hurts in it's so a little back end information. Um, I produce custom cheer music. The, my job is seasonal and this just so happens to hit during my down season. So I wouldn't have been working regardless, but I have clients who have to shut down their gyms because of the whole virus. And just like, after seeing that, like stuff is crazy out here. Um, Dallas is at a point where you can go outside. Um, I know they had the parks and everything shut down, um, I know the, the, the Dallas County, you have to wear a mask wherever you go, but it seems like everything's slowly getting back to normal. And that's mm-hmm. very, very, very good to see, because I know it's so hard for so many people. Um, yeah. and it's hard to see, mainly my clients have to shut down their business people that I'm so close to. Um, but yeah, things are, it's getting better. That's what I can say.
0: That's good. That's, uh, it, right now is such a difficult time, especially because my wife, she's 37 weeks pregnant. So oh, her my whole name. last, yeah, her whole my last, um. Uh, uh, what was it, last Prime uh... Master or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Has been her being at home, and it's it is driving her crazy. Because we also have a three year old who is oh, used to going yeah. outside, used to going play at the park, and and doing stuff, and and being stuck at home is just oh, it's I just we want things to be back at normal. It's it's depressing, and it's just you know people that are used to going out that to be stuck inside is just such a difficult thing to, to deal with right now.
1: Yeah, man. And I'm sorry. So she's about to pop soon. Huh? Yeah. 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 My wife is uh, like every... nine weeks pregnant right now. So yeah. We're, we're oh, really. Not that Congratulations. Far along, but yeah. we're yeah. In there.
0: Congratulations. Um. So I stumbled across your account. I I do. Sometimes I just go on Instagram. I, I put in hashtags. So I put dad life in, and I stumbled across across your account. And uh, dude, your, what you and your daughter do just it blows my mind. I mean, right. how, how, okay. <laughs> I guess, what is it? You, you're doing some, some cheering with her so, in a way. You're, you're doing
1: gymnastics. Do, the correct term would be partner stunting. Okay. Um, it is. So I cheered competitively for what, 12 years. Um, I guess I've coached for 12 years. I didn't cheer every single year. Um, but I've coached 12 years for sure. Um, partner stunting was my forte. But I'm also small enough to where I can tumble. So I'm still fairly nimble because I'm not that large of a guy. Um, Usually, tumblers are really small. Stunters are really big. I just fall into that middle ground. Um, Mm -hmm. So my favorite thing to do was partner stunt with the big guys. And then I learned from stunting with people way larger than me, way better than me. Um, And now that I had a daughter, everyone knew I was going to pass that knowledge on to her. (laughs) (laughs) I don't coach anymore um, because I'm so busy with music but what we do is partner stunting and it's so natural and so normal to me and my community. And, you know, but from someone from the outside looking in, it's like, Whoa, what are y'all doing? Like, that's yeah. like, For us it's just everyday life, but it's yeah. partner stunning. Um, it's a mixture of acrobatics and cheerleading.
0: Yeah. I, when I, when I, the first video that I saw, I ran to my wife and said, you've got to see this. Like, could you imagine doing this with our kid? And, <laughs> and like her eyes were big, jaw dropped. And, uh, it's just, it's so impressive. I mean, thank you. How? So, what I want to know is, at what point was it that you were like, okay, let's do this? I'm gonna, I'm gonna put her up in my hand. I'm gonna start flipping her and stuff. And, uh, and how was she receptive to that?
1: So I started doing that before Minnie said I should have. I think okay. her first stunt was four months, and there's actually a video <laughs> on my Instagram of her. She's like. She's standing when she's like all wobbly. And then like, I'm just like mm-hmm. tossing her around. But people don't understand. And this is what gets me. I spent like an hour last night just arguing, not arguing, but we were arguing online mm-hmm. from just un- unsolicited opinions. Like I've been doing this so long. Like I know how to hold a human. I know how to keep right. them there, how to keep them safe if they fall. And so, you know, a, a lot of people gave me a lot of, you know, they, a lot of bad vibes came from yes. that video. Yeah. But i it, it's the bonding. Is like, I exactly. loved it. And you know, that, that's what I'm big on. It's just a huge bond. So the second I knew she could get into the air, I put her up in the air. It was four months. We didn't get started seriously until about what January of this year is when we really started stunting and, you know, mm-hmm. quarantine, um, we've been home all day, every single day. Right. And so every day we'll stunt. It's like a free private lesson, um, that people pay for, like outside. Mm-hmm. Of, I used to do private lessons for years. And now like I have a daughter who I can pass the knowledge <laughs> down. So I'm going to give her all that knowledge. I didn't know that she was going to be so receptive to the knowledge and blow right. know, like, up at four years old because she literally just turned four. And like to me, it's, I wasn't doing that at four years old. Like I was, I don't even know if I was talking at four years old. But mm. like, it's just amazing how like <laughs> the bond has grown. Like she trusts me, she's responsive, she's receptive, and um, she loves it.
0: Yeah, leave it to the Internet. Everyone on there that have a, uh, a stronger backbone when they're behind a keyboard. But if they were yeah. to talk to you in person, they would not say a single thing
1: to your face. Exactly. And then there's like people like you, like you. I'm glad that you see it. And you're a dad as well. Right. Like half the people are that I've come across, they're not parents. Also, they know nothing about cheerleading. And like, I know you probably don't know a ton about partner stunning. Um, but you didn't have an unsolicited opinion that's going to do nothing but cause controversy so you can right. come at me like oh why are you doing that so dangerous I would never do this with my daughter I'm like you don't have a daughter first of all second right. of all <laughs> you aren't brained okay. to do this so you shouldn't be doing it third of all yeah. what was the point of that comment Like, right. but, and, fourth,
0: and, and fourth who asked for your opinion exactly
1: yeah, yeah. just enjoy the video comment positive if yeah. you want or just don't comment at all
0: yeah. right and, and I think it's such a critical time right now because like we have mentioned people are stuck inside and social media is an outlet that can provide positive vibes to people. It can, for a time where we're stuck inside and we're on our phone more than we normally would be. Why not use that to upbuild people, upbuild their spirit and allow them to, you know, have something to enjoy instead of, you know, causing, uh, bad vibes or fear mongering. It's just, it's crazy what people, what what people will do behind a keyboard
1: or their phone. And that's one thing I didn't know that, of course, the times are rough. I didn't know that it was you know, shining light in so many people's eyes at first. Mm-hmm. Because if you know me for years, I've always posted videos of me stunting with all my girls that I've coached. And so I like posting stunt videos to show the. And that's just what I do. That's what I'm known right. about, posting stunt videos. And so now people are like more people are watching now. But right. I didn't know that it was just like I post them because I think they're cool. But people like see that as like a, a time in their day that is positive. And, mm-hmm. you know, so going back to what you said earlier, like times are rough. And so after I caught on to how people are really enjoying this content, I just started putting more and more out there. But it's mm-hmm. so, it, it, it's hard whenever you have all these, I get, I have messages on messages of just negative energy in my inbox. So as I'm trying to shine a bright light uh, into other people's lives, I'm just right. getting all this backlash, all this hate in yeah. my life. Um, and, you know, luckily, fortunately, I can handle it because we're not going, we've been affected. We've been impacted by the uh, virus and everything going on, but not in like a bad mental state to where I can't, you know? Um, right. And
0: and I'm sure your daughter probably can pick up on that. I mean, you could be affected by it in a bad way and that energy is being put out in a bad way. Whereas if you put it out in a good way, then that's something that they're going to remember this time. They may not have, um, a solid memory of what's going on right now, but they'll definitely remember certain things from it. and, And if you're putting out those, not a bad energy to her, then she'll she'll pick up on that.
1: That's exactly the truth, and I'm a huge advocate. Um, one of my favorite quotes is "Energy is contagious" because it really is. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's 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 literally contagious. So the energy you put out is the energy you're gonna get. Like she doesn't know that the times are rough. Uh, she just knows that she's not in school right now. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. She's she has more excited time. about that. Yeah, she missed family. Uh, yes. Yes and no. I know that she okay. talks about all her friends all the time. She only goes two right. weeks a week, um, but she's always talking about her friends, and we'll do Zoom calls with the class. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we miss it. I think we miss her being in school more than she misses it. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I get that. Yeah, we don't totally have like any time to ourselves anymore.
0: Um, all right, so I wanted to touch on your, your audio video company, uh, Spirit Vibe. Spirit Vibe, yep. And you've been doing that for how long?
1: So as of August 10th of this year, um, Spirit Bible uh, have officially been a company company for six years and we've done, so my dad is an audio engineer and I really got into it heavily as a kid just because um, I would, I've always had a studio in the house. I've always had instruments. I grew up around instruments and audio engineering. So I knew a lot about it going into college and a guy that I cheered with did cheer music and, I'm like that is so easy. He's like it's kind of mm-hmm. hard, but 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 he didn't understand like the 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 engineering side of it. Um, he was just used to just throwing songs together, um, right. and so we kind of put our brains. I knew the engineering side. He knew the cheer world. So we just put our heads together, created a company, and now we're doing music for eight to nine different countries every single season. So it's cool. it's just blown up.
0: So explain to me cheering music. Like how how is that different from just any other genre?
1: It's not by means it is not at from a technical standpoint. So what I do is we have choreographers who will uh, work with a gym. Let's say uh, Brandon All-Stars from Florida. And that gym will have, let's say, 10 or so teams. Let's say one gym has 10 teams. A choreographer will go and choreograph 10 teams. And then they will send us 10 videos of those routines. And what we do is we go through the videos And we put music behind each section and routine has each cheer routine has probably six or seven sections. So I'll use six or seven vocalists and each vocalist will have a different section in that routine. And the final product is a compilation of those vocalists. And I put the music behind it, but um, like you said, with the genre, there's different genres. Of course, cheerleading would be more so pop EDM, Mm -hmm. Um, but you can add like a ballad section for the emotional parts and routines. And like, I think music is, supposed to spark emotion. So I have like yes. four or five different genres in each mix. And I think that's okay. kind of uh, sets us apart. A lot of people, and we do all custom work. A lot of cheer music producers and companies uh, just splice together songs still to this day. But our niche is creating the custom music. And so that's what we do. We get routines, we put it up on the screen and we add custom music to it. We bring vocalists in, uh, uh, sing on the mic, rap on the mic, do whatever, create music put it together, send it out to them. They go compete. Hopefully they go win. Mm-hmm. Then that's it. Then we have about two months off during the off season.
0: Do, do you ever, um, are you able to use snippets of other songs that are currently out and remix them? Or is everything that you guys produce, is it original?
1: Our company, everything we do, about, about 90% of what we do is fully original. That's okay. our strong point. That's where yeah. our passion lies. If I'm doing a mix where I'm splicing together songs, I don't really, it's just not, I'm not tapping into my creativity, but uh, to answer your question more in depth, uh, the reason we do custom music now is because they created copyright laws. And I mean, they were already in play, but now they're enforcing them. You can't use top 40 songs. You can go buy a cover song that has a synchronization uh, license or any type. They have copyrights. So they created uh, a new song they pay for the copyrights and now you can mm-hmm. buy those songs and remix them, but it's just lower quality. It's not the real person. I'm right. not all about that life, but we right. do have a music library. Uh, Extreme music is a huge library of music that we use for that 10% of, uh, I guess you would call them hybrid mixes where it's half original and half uh, mm-hmm. you know, songs, but there are songs that no one knows, but the, the library, if you go on uh if you watch HD, HG- uh, TV, any type of like fixer upper, anything on that channel, they use the same library that we, that we're using for cheer music. It's weird to explain, but yeah. imagine just a library of royalty free music that you yeah. can use from is not as high of quality, but if a client doesn't have a high enough budget for a custom mix, we can pull from there.
0: Yeah. I would have never known that. I would never known anything about, <laughs> about cheer music, right. uh, before talking to you like that is that's super interesting.
1: Yeah it's a niche market for sure but yeah
0: For your daughter, I mean, do you think that you're gonna try to show her the ropes of uh, audio engineering or are you gonna try to push her more into uh, gymnastics and, and
1: uh, stunting? And- so here's my thing. Um, my parents got divorced at, when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of things that my dad did not teach me. And that's why I'm so avid in my daughter's life because I didn't have that growing up um, consistently, at least uh, the consistency was not there. And I have all this knowledge that I want to pass on to my daughter. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like, Hey, go be an audio engineer, but I have a microphone. All right. on. I'll let you come sing. I'll show you how to sing. I'll show you how to play piano. She loves coming in while I'm working and playing just, just randomly on my instruments. Um, she loves just playing on my guitar and I'm going to, show her that I'm going to open her up to that side of you know of the world of life. And if you want to take a musical standpoint and go pursue music, go for it. If you want to pursue cheer, you're going to be the best cheerleader ever. So go for it. If you want to go play soccer, Mm. I don't know a lot about soccer, but I will find someone who knows a lot. I will have them show you. So really it's just about showing her opening up her, her her eyes to, you know, as much as we can and having her choose the path she wants to take. And then we're going to fully support her. I don't care if she never cheers a day in her life. Uh, but at least she knows that if she does decide to pursue cheer, uh, she can be highly successful in it. Mm-hmm. But awesome. audio engineering. No, I, I wouldn't want her at a desk all day just producing music, but if that's what she wants to do, go for it. But, Let her do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: That's pretty cool. I, uh, I, I feel like I repeat this almost every, every discussion, but I believe, you know, whatever your kid loves, then it's kind of your responsibility to love it as well. Obviously if it's oh yeah, not crazy, but to, to share that passion with them and help them uh, have a bigger drive to pursue it. It's, it's important for them.
1: Yeah. And at least not hate what they're doing. Cause like, no, my mom, she, this is crazy. So the way I got started with cheer music, I was sitting in my mom's kitchen. I was living with my mom. I was what, 21 years old, living with my mom, nothing wrong with that at all. Mm -hmm. Um, But at some point I had to move out, you know, and I was coaching cheer at the time at an all-star gym. And out of nowhere, this gym was like, Hey, we can't get a fast enough turnaround on this mix. Do you think that you can do it? And I was like, yeah, I can do it. And I did it for free and they loved it. So the next year they started paying me to do it. And then after that, I just started over delivering. And then, so they gave me the entire program and then another program heard their music. They wanted to use us. So it just spread like wildfire. Um, and that's the cool part. But I was sitting in my mom's live, or kitchen one day and I'm like, mama, one day someone's going to pay me for, for, cheer music. She was like, yeah. okay. But she didn't understand. She was like, you should go pursue a job that has benefits, a job that has uh, security because my mom's mm-hmm. like "Buy the book, like she's already retired, but she's by the book. Like you got to have a set work schedule. You got to have a job with benefits, all this. Uh, you got to have certainty for your family. Um, mm-hmm. I'm all about, you know, just taking, I'm okay with uncertainty. Right. Like I'm fully fine with that. I know that if I spend less than I make, um, I will always have that buffer to if something goes mm-hmm. wrong and that's just what I'm about. Like I just take life literally one day at this point, one month at a time.
0: Right. Well, you have to take it at that point because if you start worrying about, you know, years down the road or anything, you're going to end up driving yourself crazy and, and dealing with all these anxieties that
1: you normally wouldn't have. Cause you're going to have unforeseen things regardless. Yeah. And you know, with me, it's like, I, I'm all about stability, but I'm okay with uncertainty.
0: Yeah. Did you grow up uh, in Texas?
1: Uh, I grew up in, I was born in Texarkana, Texas. Um, pretty cool little area with nothing to offer um, at, the time, <laughs> at the time. It's just right. small town values. Um, so super nice people, but there wasn't a lot of opportunity. And my mom worked for the city of Texarkana and municipal government. And then she got a job offer in Plano, Texas, which was just like night and day. Just like, it's very, mm-hmm. very pretentious in my eyes. Um, but it was full of opportunity. And so she opened us up to this world when I was 11 years, really 10 years old, um, almost 11. And so we moved from like this small town to this huge city and, you know, it was a culture shock and, Mm -hmm. you know, I grew up in Plano. So I say I'm from Plano because that's where I learned about life. Although I am from Texarkana. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh,
0: grew up outside of Baltimore. Well, no, I didn't grow up. I was Born in Baltimore, lived there for about nine years. And then I we moved to Ohio when I grew up in Ohio. So I have big memories of Annapolis, Maryland area, but okay. grew up in Ohio, Southern Ohio. And it's very, very laid back in uh, that small town life.
1: Yeah. But at least you kind of like you see both ends of the spectrum, mm-hmm. um, you know, being around. Because if I would have stayed in Texarkana, I don't know what I would be doing. But if I was <laughs> born in Plano, I wouldn't have, I think I would be a little snotty. Yeah. Not knowing the other side and not being right. able to relate to, you know, small. Everyone. Yeah. And not, and not needing a lot. Like it seems like if you live in Plano, you got to have a Mercedes, a huge house. You got to have all this. And it's like a one big it's like it, it, it's weird. And we finally got away from that. Um, mm-hmm. I saw that pretentious lifestyle. Now we live in Savannah, which is like 20 minutes away. But you don't have to run into that pretentious life. Every right. Day, which is cool to me.
0: Can I say, like, it's so nice to relate. I, before I hopped on here, I I looked at your uh, stories on Instagram, and it was the video of you braiding your daughter's hair. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think every kid goes through this. My daughter's three. And uh, after you did that, you know, you, you worked hard on, on getting your hair fixed. She started uh, stomping uh, up the stairs yeah. and, and kind of backlash and have you. And uh, I told Jen, I was like, I'm not the only person this happens to. I don't I cook my daughter a meal and, and she'll do the same thing. She'll eat it and then after she's done eating, it's back to kind of like, no, no, no,
1: no. Yeah. Just pointing and, fingers and getting sassy with me. But they're, you know, like they're young. So yeah. I was I thought it was funny personally. I did too, like, yeah. You know, and someone but then again, like you see my stories and you see how like I'm myself on my stories. But people are like, Oh, your daughter shouldn't be stomping. I'm like, I didn't post it <laughs> for you to give me your opinion. <laughs> so you need to Get her in shape. You're, you need to be more stern. I'm like, hey, just stop talking to me, please. And just enjoy that. Oh. Yeah. Like, that's the. Yeah, I, I guess I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I thought it was funny yeah, it's like,
0: uh, because it's relatable because yeah. their their brain, it's a brain of a four year old or three year old. I mean, h- how. How else do you expect them to respond? Their emotions are changing so quickly.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's just like, I'm glad you saw that. And, you know, like to me, it was a quick little bonding time. You know, you do something nice for your kid. And then they don't really like at some point I, I I'm excited for the day when I can tell her, Oh, you used to hate whenever I did this. And like, you know, mm-hmm. used to, like not like whenever I, I can't wait until the day where she's kind of like grown and she's matured a bit. And then we can actually mm-hmm. be friends and that I can tell her funny stories like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And well in this day and age, I mean, you have an endless library of videos now that you oh, can share my- with they I- say, look, I- this is how you acted.
1: Yeah. Like, I have a video <laughs> from every day of your life. Like you're yeah. like, Picking from the book, which is weird. That she, I never thought about that until you brought it up. Like, I have yeah. videos of like her entire life.
0: And I think the same thing with podcasts. I mean, I, I had a guest on a while ago and we talked about the fact of like, well, the day that we pass away, we have this library of stuff that families and friends and people can reflect back on and listen to and check out and watch. It, it's crazy now.
1: You know how you would go to like your family member's house or like your grandma's or something? Um, I didn't really have grandparents growing up. So it was for me, it was my. My aunts and my uncles, and they would have all these photo albums of just like old pictures, mm-hmm. just like, you know, low quality pictures, but high quality right. memories. And, you know, the fact that my parents were split, we didn't have that growing up. So I did, I don't have a ton of baby pictures. I barely even know what I looked like as a kid. Um, yeah. But I didn't have that. And I want my daughter to have every single memory that I can provide for her. Um, yeah. I'm huge into photography um and i have like a picture we'll always go out and do photo shoots or she's just like looking cute or if i'm in my feelings i'll take a picture of it and Mm -hmm. i want her to have that and then i just want to sit down with her one day and just share those with her share their memories i want her to know what life was like even though she may not remember it now if she looks back on it you know you know hopefully spark a little something yeah that's awesome Man,
0: this has been great. I don't want. I don't want to keep you any longer. I actually want to. I think ending on that note would be perfect because that was very sentimental, and I absolutely love that. Roland, where can our listeners find you? Um, if there was something that you would want them to see, you have any projects coming out? Uh, this would be a good time to
1: really. Just... For my Instagram is my platform. That okay. is the platform where. You know, although there are, you know, people who give their two cents, that's the platform that I share my life on. On Facebook, my mom's on Facebook, so I kind of tone it down a little bit. You know, <laughs> just like me, son of my daughter, like that. Said, oh, why do you have to do that on wood floor? I'm my like, mom's not dropping her. But if you go to my Instagram, Roland P90X, you get to experience life with me and kind of just see how I'm a normal person. Of course, I have a lot more followers than I did before the quarantine, but mm-hmm if you kind of like <clears throat> see past that and like see that I'm a normal person and if you are a dad as well, like, you know, there's a lot of things that we can relate on. So I yeah. Instagram rolling P90 X, that is the place to be. If you want to connect with me. Awesome,
0: man. I, again, I can't thank you enough for giving me, Uh, some of your time today and and hopefully we can catch up again in the future.
1: Yeah. Let me know. I'm always down. Of course I work a lot in the fall, but anytime you want to have a nice little chat, it's nice to see a, it's nice to speak with a level-headed person, a non-mental level-headed person who I can relate with. So thank you for having me. If you ever need me, you know where to find me. Okay. All right, man. Thank you. All right. No problem. You have a good day. You too. All right.
0: I can't encourage you guys enough to stop what you're doing and go to Roland's Instagram page and look at what what he's doing because it is absolutely incredible. So, seriously, give this guy a follow. Roland, thank you so much for coming on to Parent Quest to uh, chat with me and just talk about life in general. It was an incredible pleasure. Follow Roland at... Roland P90X on Instagram and uh, thank you guys again for listening to Parent Quest without you lovely listeners I would not be doing this today Uh, be sure to follow me on Instagram Twitter Facebook just search for Parent Quest and you'll find me there and uh, Anchor is amazing so if you guys have any promos if you have any questions if you want to give us a topic to discuss on the show go to anchor.fm forward slash parent quest hit that send message button and send me an audio message I'll put it on the show and you guys can hear yourself on here with that being said I can officially say that this quest has been completed